Hey, y'all. I'm so excited today to be joined by my very special guest, former Real Housewives of New York cast member, Jules Weinstein. Just a quick note, we weren't working with the best audio setup, and you'll notice a slight sound change when Jules hops over to her phone for the rest of the interview. Enjoy. Hi, Jules. I can't tell you how many people, when I posted that you were coming on, and for questions, people want you back. Everyone says, you, you were gone way too soon. We need Jules back. Aw, I actually missed the show. I wish that under those circumstances, I, I had to step down. But um, Understandable. But I, I really had a great experience doing it. I, it was a, to challenge myself. I mean, it was scary. Oh, I'm sure. But, um, to make yourself vulnerable. But it was such a, one of those things that, you know, build you up and make you stronger. And, and I have no regrets. It was a great experience. That's awesome. And in yeah. season eight, you were introduced by Dorinda. Are you guys still in touch? Are you guys still, were you guys very close? Or was it more of like an acquaintance type relationship? We were, we were good friends of maybe five, around five years before that we met at a wedding. Mm-hmm. We always stayed in touch. We were, you know, not bestest, bestest friends, but we were invited to each other's birthdays, my kids' birthdays. Right. I loved her. Fashion shows, whatever. You know, I'm, I live in Florida now for three years. Right. And, um... You know, not out of sight, out of mind, but when you move geography, totally. it's hard to keep in touch. I heard from her over a year ago, but it doesn't mean that I don't love her. Of I, course. She's the best. She's yeah. great. So yeah. it's I been know. a while. So give us an update on your life. Where You're in Florida. Is Boca, am I mm-hmm. correct in that? I live in Boca. Woo. I know. It's actually, I wasn't so happy moving here with the kids, but we did, actually it was supposed to be um, temporary through my divorce. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm finally officially divorced. I saw that. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah, but you can't, you can't read what's in there. I don't put anything out of the media. Mm. It's someone else. I'm not going to name who. I think you can just imagine. The truth always prevails. Mm. And I mean, you, you know, mm-hmm. anyone with a high school diploma can figure out what happened to my divorce. <laughs> um, I have full custody and 100% uh, decision-making. So I feel like I won. Um, my kids are with me all the time. Thank you. That's everything. That's all I wanted. We're so happy. Uh, actually, we moved down here April 16th, 2018. Mm-hmm. We were so reluctant. The kids were devastated, but we moved in with my parents for, you know, support. Mm-hmm. And it was a big move before the school even ended the year. And, and it was, my whole life was in New York. Right. However, my father got diagnosed with cancer in August and his funeral was April 16th, 2019. Oh exactly a year. And you know what? There was one episode on the on the show when we all go on that trip mm-hmm. and I'm so grateful that I have that forever because that's how close my dad and I were right. and I don't believe that um, there's such thing as coincidences I the day I moved my best friend said to me the universe works for you not against you and I didn't I'm like I don't know what the hell you're saying I'm <laughs> crying you know and now I get it you know I got to be with my dad my children got to be with my dad every day that year. I would have died if I was in New York, even if I came every weekend, right. which would be impossible. And it was the best year of my life with him. Right. And, uh, you know, I got to take him to every doctor's appointment and we laughed and cried even through our lowest moments. It was amazing. That's great. I mean, that really yeah. is like the silver lining on all of that because you really did get yeah. to spend that that important last year with him. So I'm happy yeah. for you for that. That's amazing. Yeah. And now... We moved out of their house. We live in East Boca. 
in our own place. I love it yes. by the beach. It's incredible here. And I moved before the pandemic, which is so trendy with me <laughs> because because a month later, everyone moved from, from New York. They tried to escape down here. And I'm like, oh my God, like seriously, New York invasion. They really need to have a Real Housewives of Boca. It is incredible here. Incredible. Like I love New York and I'm not going to say I'm not going to move back. It's my home. Right. However, right now it's the, it's the, it's the coolest. It's so chic. It's young. When I was little, I used to visit my grandmother here mm-hmm. and they still have that out West, but East it's like, you know, the best restaurants, best shopping, the, there's surfing and it, like the, everyone's on a boat. Like you can't go wrong. I'm so happy here. It's the best place to raise your children. Every time. So on Instagram, they do, I do these like, ask me anything things. And when people say, what do you think should be the next housewives franchise? My go-to answer has always been Boca because. How do you know Boca? Because I know that it is old money typically, right? And it's very wealthy area. Isn't it actually a very, it's a very predominantly Jewish area too, right? Yeah, but no. Okay. It's everything. And um, I used to think of it as a country club yeah. lifestyle. It's not East. It's, it's, I don't live in a gated community. I live, it's more, everyone has boats in their backyard. Mm-hmm. And I, I lived here in high school and I thought it was country club. Mm-hmm. And when I lived, lived with my parents for that year and a half, I was like, I, I'm going to die. <laughs> like, I can't be here. You know, with the golf, I mean, it's fabulous. With the golf cart, you go to the club and get a bagel. I never went to the Publix, yeah. you know, but. Oh, Publix. <laughs> but. Oh, I miss Publix. I so I was watching the reunion of your season and they were talking about how, I think you were 35 then. I was like, oh my gosh, she was like my age, essentially. When she was yeah. on Real Housewives of New York season eight, you uh-huh. were much younger than the rest of the cast. Yeah, there was like, uh, Bethany was 10 years older than me, but the majority, the rest of them were 20. Yeah. It doesn't matter. For me, age doesn't make a difference. I can, I can, my best friend down here is 90 years old. Frankie. Love that. <laughs> I, I, she's so amazing. She's my sister-in-law's uh, grandmother, but like, she's so hip. She's so cool. And I enjoy her so much. I never go out for lunch. Who has the fucking time? Sorry. <laughs> but. Uh, for her, I will. She's everything. Oh, I love that. Living la vida. But, but what I'm trying to make a point is, is that, you know, they kind of like busted my balls for like, I mean, I crack some jokes about age, but not to be mean. Like I just make jokes all the time. They certainly did to me. And I didn't like take offense to it until the very end. But because only because they, everything I said was like, it's just a joke. You know, like just laugh. I mean, Dorinda, I, I connected with so, like everything. She got my sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Beth and I actually really got along in the beginning, mm-hmm. even off camera. We, we spent a lot of time together, and our kids are the same age, so we had a lot in common. It was only up to the point at that restaurant, Joanne, mm-hmm. that scene. Yep. And she was so in shock that I said something to her. And it was so scary. I thought it was gonna <laughs> like, like I really did because she is not, and because of that everything changed. It just turned. Right. And we have friends in common Mm -hmm. and like, I want to say real life. I wasn't allowed to say that. Right. Outside the um, show. Yeah. (laughs) Well, listen, you play a character of yourself. It is real. And whatever we did happens. However, like you're a caricature sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, if I did a second season, I think that fans would have gotten to know Jules better. Like your first season is just like a meeting. Right. 
you know, like it's so funny. Carol portrays me because I really did my homework. <laughs> um, I, I, I had to rewatch so many episodes when you. De- I told you when you DM'd me on Instagram. Yes. I was like, oh, that's right. I was on the show. Yeah. Like, I, like, I couldn't, I forgot. <laughs> you know, my life is so different. I'm so private. I, you know, it's right. just like, oh my God, that's right. And I never checked DMs, so this was a thing. I was so lucky. Uh, and, well, I don't know. I felt a vibe. Yeah. We were talking about <laughs> Carol. Oh, oh, season two. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. She, she, she came over and she portrayed me to be like, she can't even boil water. I'm so not me. I can make, I, like I used to make Shabbat, I still do Shabbat dinners for 25 people all by myself. Right. You know, it's funny. Like my friends would watch it and they're like, this is not, I, I, I'm like a man. Literally I'm growing a penis here. Like I'm Tim Allen. I have a, I have a pink power tool. I tiled the walls. I landscape. I'm loving it. And I can do anything. It's a little bit ridiculous, but on the show, I can't even boil water. So you're a boss ass bitch. Season, if I had a second season, I think that you know more jewels would have come out. But I'm not. Listen, I, I'm not going to say I wouldn't go back. But um, like this season, I watched a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's getting younger. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think about this this season? The past season, it was tough for me. I thought. It was, there wasn't enough cast members, first of all. Let's start there. It was very, yeah. They filmed mm-hmm. during COVID, so I'll give them that as well. Leah took the turn for me for the worst. She did exactly what I predicted she would do. She got so much love her first season that the ego yeah. was going to come in and fuck it all up, which it did. And why do, I mean, why do you think that? And I'm not going to say it out loud because... I don't know, her, mm-hmm. but uh, everyone said to me, oh my God, I wish you were on the show when she came on. Mm-hmm. You guys would have gotten along. First, the first season. She first was season on, was amazing. Just like you yeah. said. So I watched this season and uh, Ebony, I love, I think she's so strong, whatever, but maybe a little bit too much uh, information. I know what you mean. So like with Bethany or sorry, Bethany. Wow. Ebony. Ebony. I think all of those conversations were important. And I don't think that's what took away from the show being good or whatever however i think ebony is stronger for like a talk show than she is on real housewives personally yes however yeah that's a great way to say yeah although i don't know like i'm curious if she felt that like because of the timing of everything and when it was i'm wondering if there was pressure to to like Oh, maybe she wanted to take that right. that opportunity. Exactly. You know, this sh- franchise is the biggest franchise. I get it. Yeah. Whatever it is, she could be the next Oprah. She's so articulate, so be- beautiful, and it was mesmerizing. But not for Real Housewives of New York. I mean, she is for the show, but like, I think it it's more for entertainment. I don't know. It's yeah. hard to watch. She. I think the biggest problem though was obviously filming during COVID and then just the connections weren't there. Like the women are clearly, I mean, we have Sonia, Ramona and Luann. Sure. They are obviously friends, but the Leah and Ebony of it all, like putting them together, there was no real connection. So that, yeah. and that's what we, I mean. Yeah. We needed more cast members. We needed a real, yeah, three, three more. Yeah. yeah. Like we, three more for each side right. or, Or or if they just would have waited until the or until it was like things were more open to film. To be honest, 
you still watch New York then. Do you watch any other franchises as well? I barely, well, I watched New York, but I only watched maybe five or six episodes. But, okay. You know, that's enough. Um, I don't watch any television. What? I don't, I don't, I can't, first of all, I can't figure out this television and, and I'm always doing something like I'm cleaning, organizing, I don't know, doing, I, I, there's always something to do. And then by the time I get like in bed, you're just ready. I'm checking my emails, online shopping. I don't know. You know, there's more important things to do. I would say if it comes to Bravo, Married to Medicine's my favorite. And then when it comes to Housewives, dive into Salt Lake City, dive into Potomac. Potomac is incredible. Really? I ha- okay, I'll check I'd that out. I think Potomac's probably the best one lately. Yeah. I mean, for a while, seasons in a row. Really, and I know it's okay. It snuck up on people. I loved it from the beginning, but um, season two and three, and then four, it really picked up. Like all of the seasons were great, but people started getting really into it by season four, and then they went back and rewatched, and it's really, really good. So I highly suggest that. Okay, I'll have to check it out. So you were on season eight. What was your favorite moments? Well, I told you. That moment, oh, yes. that scene with my with your father. father. We have to bring up, you know, when you went to have the conversation with Luann outside. Hi, just calling my dad. The doctor's hey, coming you. in. I don't know what to do. You know, That's you... just awful what she just did to me. I feel so bad I can't even concentrate because my dad sounds like he's uh, not even coherent. It's so hurtful what she just said to me. You know what? I have to tell you something. There are bigger things in life, too. Who cares? Don't cry. Don't even... Don't even worry about it. I can't stay here. Yes, you can. You can make it better. At least it's over and done with. I'm not going to make anything better. That was so ugly. Honestly, there's more problems in life. Like, my dad is dying, and I'm not even there. And he has pneumonia, and he doesn't sound right. And, like, that was awful what she just did to me. And I I mean, I'm so tired of it. It's, it's, she's attacked you. I mean, what did I do to her? Nothing. Nothing. All right, Luann, sick dad, you're a slut. All right, I'll talk to you about being a whore. Like, kind of I, iconic. I saw your post. <laughs> it was so good. Because, by the way, my, my friends, they're like, I heard you're going to be on this amazing podcast. I'm like, how did you know? <laughs> you know, I didn't even get a chance to get on the phone. And I looked, I watched it. I was <laughs> peeing in my pants. I had to change my underwear. Okay. <laughs> I remember that. First of all, the Berkshires. Oh my God. Okay, so another Bethany thing. Yes. Okay, we go to the Berkshires. So gorgeous. This is like Dorinda's, whatever. By the way, I had the fish room. <gasps> you had the fish room. And I didn't care. I was like, who cares? But by the corner, corner uh-huh. of the house, best view, and the best bathroom. It's to die for. The best shower. The like, un- it's gorgeous. Who cares? The- Every room of hers has a theme. Every bedroom. Yes. If, but how can you criticize? How can you be a guest? I could never. Criticize. We're sitting at dinner and then in comes Bethany. She's, she's, uh, she arrives later than us. And no, like, hi, hello, you know, thank you for having me. I don't remember what she said. Something along the lines of Luann, you're a whore. Oh, she, <laughs> she, right? it was a laundry list. You're her mentor. That's rich. You telling me that you're Sonia's mentor is like you telling me that Courtney Love is your mentor. When Luann asks you who you're dating, you enter the witness protection program. Luann's like, who are you dating? Um, Satan? Anything but telling Luann who you're actually dating. And God forbid you tell Luann your man has a big penis. 
She's like a plastic doll. The hair is the same as mine. I'm like, you're talking about it now. The hair. Because I want to be just. You're, you're the new Jack. I want. Yeah, well, well, I want to discuss. Let's go deeper on the hair. So my hair's just like yours. So I want to be just like oh. you. I want to understand it. Oh. I want to f a lot of different guys. Oh. Party till five in the morning. Play Grey Gardens and like rehab over at my friend's house on the Upper East Side. Is that I what it is? I love your face. Look at her face. Is that what I want to do? Is that what I want to do? I want to go and like lie to all my friends and pretend I'm one thing. Are you thing getting laid right now another? or not? I mean, what's the problem? Oh, she, I mean, she's you're good. making up for all of us, but I, you know, oh, I'm doing okay. Really? Am I'm I the Kim Cattrall of the family or what? I mean, really? No, because Kim Cattrall was honest about it. I told you this before, Luann. Our friendship hasn't really evolved. This summer, it had a moment. And no, I'm not okay. the judge and jury on who you bang and who whatever. But you act like you are not like that. It's my friend who was at who was at the bar when you got on the guy and said, "It's my turn now." About the guy that Ramona was dating. That is total you just, bullshit. You're not. Total. You're not a girl's girl. You said it. You're that, not a no, girl's girl. No, you're not a girl's girl. How's that for your cookie give me, jar? Give me some evidence. You like that for your cookie give me jar? Some, what man have I ever rolled up on Listen, anybody? I what man never said. What married man have I ever slept with? What young 25-year-old have I ever and then give my friend shit about it? You are a hypocrite. What? You everyone, oh, really? and you pretend that you don't. I don't care if you're the biggest whore in Macy's window, but you pretend that you so have. What are you doing but right you're now? appropriate. I'm calling you out on your because no one besides me has the balls to do it. You are a slut and a liar and a hypocrite. Oh, very nice. And a snake. Oh. That's the truth. You know, okay. I'm glad to hear that. I'm it's glad. true. You being Sonia's mentor is fucking hilarious. I'm trying to be her friend, which yeah. is a lot more than you have been. By going out and getting just as wasted as she no, does at that's night not true. and banging different guys <laughs> all over the city. Can you stop screaming? I came in thinking this is going to be a fun party. I don't know how this went from slumber party to slaughter party. Control because of yourself. I'm sick of the way that you live. And, and, and You're pretend. sick of the way that I live. And you know and go, nothing about oh, how I live. Sonia, I wonder what is going on with her. I'm just trying to help her, really, by bringing guys home to her house, by being just as wasted Who as her. Who says I bring guys night? home and gets wasted? She what are you does. talking about? She does. And I'm out at night seeing you guys now wasted. Now you're talking about me. Yes. Sonia says you bring guys home every night to well, her house. Well, that's not true. Luann's been standing at my house because she's been shacking up with some guy. So who does she have? What guy does she have at night? There's a couple guys. You know what? I had a very dry spell. And all of a sudden, the sky has opened up, and it's raining men. You're wet. You're wet. And I it haven't been at Sonia's every night, so well, that's not true. I thought you were true. living there while you were looking for an apartment. But the same hairstyle is true. Well, that they is are. true. Luann, she's like, oh, your haircut. And by the way, your hair is looking a lot like mine. I'm like, what are you, single white drag queen? Ugh, piece of shit. I just said it all. I'm just like, you're a fucking whore, you fuck a different guy every single night, and you pretend that you don't. I, I just lost my mind. I don't know where I am. I just need to lay down. Saying what I said to Luann made me feel like a constipated person that took a giant shit. I felt some relief, but it's embarrassing. I'm at someone else's house. I just called someone a whore. Like, it's maybe past my bedtime. If you thought that, would you go into a dinner party at somebody's house and say that? No, <laughs> that was unhinged, and it was wild. It was truly wild. So, is it? Like, so I wonder, does she do that for the show? Or is, it she, is she really like that? I, She's really like that. I feel like... I will 50-50. I would say... I mean, you would know... I think you would know better than I. But I would say... I think in those moments, it was clear she was truly feeling that much anger. I mean, basically through the screen is what I felt. It was legitimate. Like, in her head. How could you feel anger? Like, if somebody else is a whore. <laughs> and, you know, so how, why does it make you angry? Isn't that 
strange. I say, hey. Like if somebody else chooses to be a little slutty, okay? No, Why does it make you angry? At the reunion, they, it was brought up about, you know, it feels like you're slut-shaming, you're slut-shaming, you're slut-shaming. And I did agree with that. I felt like, hey, if Ramona actually said, who cares if she wants to get banged all day? Amen. Yeah. If you're getting it, you're getting yeah. it. Bethany was on one in that moment. You, you know, Luann wasn't supposed to be... She wasn't supposed to have an apple like that season. She was supposed to be just the side. Really? And she, yes, and she sat next to Andy Cohen at the reunion. She sure did. That, you know, it goes by. It goes by. Yeah, the most. The two main. Yeah, and I. It the show turned where the storyline became Luann. Oh yeah, when she you started know? dating Tom. I mean, it was yeah Tom, and then the whole drama that now she became the like the main. You know, this the season ended with. Yep. With Bethany and the, the girls thought she had hired a private investigator. I mean, you want to do the background? Oh yeah, to get that the tea. Season. You know, and then all the I, I thought it was ridiculous, but you know, Bethany she'll she'll go and she'll find out, figure out things about you behind the scenes just to create the story. You have to be careful. I'm like, this is ridiculous. People like the girls got emotional about it. Like they really took it. I'm like, it was it stressed me out. Right. I thought a reality show is just your life. It's whatever's going on. Because there's there's always drama, you know? Not like drama as in, like, fighting. But, like, I mean, this morning I could talk about my air conditioning. Growing. Right, right. It's, it's drama because, like, I even tried to fix it myself. I had a flashlight headband. Like, I put my gloves on, a shield. Because who goes into the attic? I don't know what. But, like, if that was filmed, it would be, like, Lucille Ball. I'm talking about like the positive, right, right, yeah. but I got the calls from the girls, you know, sleepless nights, crying about what would be aired, what wouldn't be aired. I'm not going to lie. That Calzone episode. Yeah. I watched it a week before and I called the producers. You cannot air this. I have parents. You cannot air this. I have parents. Yeah. It makes me look like I'm a crackhead. And I'm not, you know, it was a joke. <laughs> and, and, but it's so okay. The way it was portrayed, it showed on that episode. Like I was, it was a hard time for me to eat food. That's not how it is. But they were so nice. They're like Jules, don't worry. You just watch the next episode, and it justifies everything. And it was true, you know. Like I, I'm not mad about how the whole season. Mm -hmm. At the end, I looked like a nice, sweet person. I don't know. Whatever it is, I'm not mad about it. But that episode, I was on the way to film. And I'm on the phone with my best friend, Corey. Uh -huh. He's like, where are you going? I'm like, oh, I think it was called pizza something. Literally where my three-year-old goes to birthday parties to make pizzas. And he was hysterical laughing. He's like, Jules, you got to make a pizza pocket and put the whole silverware there. We were crying laughing. I'm like, I know. Why are me and the, like 45 and 55-year-olds going to this restaurant? Like, <laughs> this is not New York. And I'm like, it's so funny. I just had my like vagina cooter mm. accident, which by the way, I threw a welcome back cooter party. Yes. It was fabulous. It wasn't aired. Wait, it happened. They filmed that and they didn't air it. Yeah. It was how hilarious. Welcome back cooter. I love that. And, and Sonia did a whole, a whole, a whole like dance, like burlesque. burlesque. Yeah. And I had a clam dancer. I like it was hysterical. It was I, my girlfriend did a box of vagina affirmations. They didn't air it, I believe, because it was just too much vagina going on. Because Bethany had <laughs> her fibroids, 
And it was all about Bessie's vagina and not mine. But I had a catheter, which I named Kathy. I fucking loved having a catheter for five days. It was, it was the epitome of my laziness. Imagine not having to get up out of bed. <laughs> I loved it. I almost want to see. I wanted to see. <laughs> Carry your bag with you. <laughs> Kathy. Oh, my God. It was the best five days of my life. Oh, my God. But Remind anyway, us what know. happened to your cooter. Okay. So I was in the green room getting my hair and makeup done for, I was filming the interviews, you know, right. like, you know, confessionals, but you, you couldn't, yes, conf- I couldn't words right now. Um, confessionals. And I went to have a, a cigarette on the terrace, fire escape, whatever. It was like Florida stealing windows, but like maybe, uh, two foot, like you just had to step down. When I went to step down, I didn't gauge the depth of the floor. And I just hit my like left labia in the wrong <laughs> way. It hurt. It, it hurt, but I didn't like it, it hurt, but I didn't think that, you know, so anyway, I called a hematomato, a hematoma. I filmed for two hours, but I was in so much pain. I had, a, I was wearing a jumper. I had a slice. So like, okay. Okay. And by the time the two hours is done, I get home. I couldn't even walk. I couldn't pee. Okay. No. I had to go to the emergency room. I called my, my plastic surgeon, not for plastic surgery, right. just for my injection, but he's Dr. Schaefer which he filmed with me and uh he met me at Lenox Hill and I was in the there's such thing as a private room at the ICU oh yes <laughs> and I had a hematomato and I was in the and I was in there for two days it was horrible oh wow I trying to look like a hamburger oh no like a, <laughs> not a hamburger real quick we have to take a break I'm like I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a welcome back cooter party. It was at, it was at the the greatest restaurant. I forget what it's called, but the whole ceiling was pearls. Oh, okay. And we hired all this entertainment. It was so funny. My whole family came. All of my friends. It was like 150. We need to Bravo. And, uh, we demand the footage. I need to see this. And just <laughs> Bethany beat me at a vagina. A vagina off. Vagina. <laughs> a vagina. <laughs> vagina not fair oh my god i'm glad that your cooter has healed oh better than ever that's great 16 year old and i demand (laughs) i demand bravo release the footage (laughs) speaking of a big thing that happened throughout the season and one thing i Uh like so applaud you on being so open and vulnerable about everything you struggled with with your eating disorder and I oh thank you it was something that you know that had to be very hard to talk about of course because the whole world's watching but you know what I hope you know that so many people were probably helped by you talking about that and I've I've gotten a lot of um, messages even letters DMs, Facebook Instagram Twitter so this is what I believe secrets keep you sick and Throughout my recovery, mm-hmm. it's been over 20 years. Recovery isn't linear. You know, it's a work in progress. And where I was 20 years ago is much different than, than where I was 10 months ago. Because you're never, you're always getting better. You're always, it's not what you go through, it's what you grow through. And, you know, when I was 85 pounds back when I was 20 years old, I had two healthy pregnancies. I had no problems getting pregnant and two gorgeous, amazing, healthy, beautiful babies 
I'm so lucky. There is, you know, and for me to say this on national television with millions of viewers was a big step in my recovery. Also, I knew, because I spoke to my therapist before, um, it was one of the reasons why I wanted to be on the show. Then I used to watch a lot of TV, but there isn't anyone that really speaks openly about it because of, of this, of the secretness of anorexia and bulimia. Right. And that's for me, everyone is individual in this. It's an addiction, right? It's just like drugs, alcohol, sex, gambling. There's no difference. Addiction is addiction. It's the same mentality. And um, I'm so grateful for it because it makes me who I am today. But I knew that if somebody heard it, maybe that I always call it a light switch. Maybe it'll give them that that uh, power to make a change or want to like that. It's only hope, you know, like given that hope. So um, for my one season, if I made that change for anyone, even just one person, it was so worth it. And I think, yeah, I think that's something I'm sure you did change even more than one person because I hope so. I mean, it's, it's such a hard thing to be vulnerable about a lot of things. And that is, that is one thing that I just, I was very proud of you for that. And I, again, was watch rewatching him back. And I'm glad Dorinda and you, you know, you confided in Dorinda a lot with some of it. I'm glad that she told you to like speak up and tell them how you were feeling about that because there were times where I felt it wasn't, they didn't, it wasn't treated as a sensitive topic, you know? No, and especially Bethany, who says she knows it all, and that she's dealt with it with her mother. Mm-hmm. I, I have, I have to say, she doesn't know it all. She would never treat somebody in recovery that way. If she did go, yeah, you no, know, if she did go through it, it, it didn't make any sense to me, and it was very, very difficult for me to make her understand me. Mm-hmm. You know, someone who has bulimia, it's not a, re- it's not like somebody who has it. A, a shot of tequila if they're an alcoholic mm-hmm. it's not a relapse right it's different you have to eat food every day mm-hmm. you know to survive so it's treated it's a different um psyche and she should know that if she was well, she acts like she knows that she didn't mm-hmm. and it was very and you know Dorinda wanted me to share this but you know the world needs to know you don't need to share things about yourself with people that are going to give you a hard time you know yeah. like you you know, don't put your energy into that. Totally. I really didn't want to share that because I knew I, it wouldn't be receptive like everything else. Yeah. But I did because I'm on a show. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, you know, and and uh, and that's how it was, but it worked out perfect. So, of course, while you were filming, you know, we saw you, your marriage. And then during the reunion, we found out that you guys were right. in a divorce. I can't remember. Did that happen after it had wrapped or did it happen while airing or what was? Uh, no, because Bethany did challenge me at the reunion. You knew about your divorce. Oh, you yes. Your storyline. Yeah. And I said, absolutely not. Michael did have an affair a lot during our marriage. I did not know. We had our ups and downs, but all marriages do. Of course. And that's fine. Yeah, everyone does. For the most part, I have great memories with Michael. We, we had a great life. I, I'm not going to say anything bad about him because we, we, we made a, a beautiful life together. Whatever demons he has, those are his issues. I didn't know he was cheating on me. I, I signed up for the show. Mm-hmm. He was missing a lot. I didn't know that the show caught that. So watching the show, I'm like, w- w- there's a one dinner with me, Dorinda, John and Michael, he, he was late. 
the producers knew that. I think the producers put on because it was very hard for me to schedule a one-on-one dinner date with Michael. Mm-hmm. And and I and I, they probably thought it was weird, but for me it wasn't weird because it was so every day. It's my life every day. It's so hard to get a hold of. We never pick up the phone. And but he was always on the phone. Always, so, yes. So I couldn't. I, I just I couldn't have imagined that that's what he was really doing. Right. Anyway, when I did find out, it was we were. It was around springtime, and um, I, I can't really remember how. But I do know that you know the paparazzi follows you everywhere, and they had pictures of him I and rem- his myth. Mistress or whatever. Home goods. I was just gonna say. And then, home and so goods. I was like, who needs to hire a private investigator? This is unbelievable, amazing. I just, you know, and and uh, and then you know, of course, whoever makes it, it's never me. Just always know anything out of the media. I'm always no comment. Mm-hmm. Whatever is said is from someone else. I think that's how it came out. I definitely remember and, uh, that was because ha- I remember the home goods bags actually from whatever 2016 whatever it was yeah um, it was it was pretty and that and, and then at the reunion i it was the just the beginning we were both he, he filed for divorce in may and he was still in the, my apartment um he moved out in august did he have any pushback of doing the show because again you were going on national television him having these affairs or affair whatever why open yourself up to, you know, national? He wanted, he wanted me to be busy and he probably wanted me to make some money. Okay. You know, and um, how would how would anyone know he was having? Oh, right? no, no, no. I'm not. I just mean like him. Yeah. But like, but when you go onto a television show, anyone could come out of the woodworks and say, oh, I've seen this. You know, like usually I would assume that he would want to be like, no, get me out of it. Or no, don't do it. It's a bad idea. You know? Right. Well, he I, he didn't want. I mean, he was weary about some things like showing our lifestyle mm-hmm. on the show. But you can't use the show because it's not as, as evidence in in, in a divorce. I mean, right. it's not. It's like using Instagram. Right. Like I could sh- take a picture in front of a G five, but that's not my G five. Right. You know, right. It's not. Yeah. You know, like it's so easy to prove that whatever is on the show is not real. Like I didn't. I didn't. I didn't really want to. Uh, poison uh, Bethany with the whatever Michael's. You know, yeah, like it's like that's you know it's just entertainment, right? But it, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. But, but it was very, um, it was very difficult uh, at the reunion. I, I I couldn't talk about the divorce. They were total so respectful. I have to tell you, the producers Andy Cohen, so respectful, and they were the most wonderful people. Network everything ever and i still talk to them to to this day yeah there it's a great network that's great i should pitch real housewives i like i said there's miami i've been wanting boca for years i have some really really cool hilarious friends here and it's let's it is amazing let's pitch it I'm in. Let's pitch. It. <laughs> Do you want to be on it? Oh, no, 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 no. I'll pitch it for you, though. <laughs> I'll, I can pop up for you. I mean, they started Miami. But for me, Miami is not as fabulous as both Are you watching? The, you're, you're not watching the new season. This new season is everything. And the- Really? I'm so excited. You have to get it. It's on Peacock. Really? Oh, yeah. It is so So then good. maybe I should be on Miami. We, I would welcome that in a heartbeat. 
earlier mm-hmm. we were talking about whatever the house that we saw the that Bethany and Carol it, like ran out of and all that. Oh, stuff. the Hamptons. Yeah. Did the renovation ever finish, or did that? Did you guys end up having like selling and all of that prior to doing all of that? It's his. It's I didn't get into divorce, and as far as I know, it's finished. You know, I can't. I can't even talk about it. Yeah. No, I understand. Like, yeah. I get a yeah. Let's get into some fan questions. <laughs> well, first okay. of all, I want to read all of these people. This is, I just like titled this as Comeback. And it's Lolo Samantha, Come Back to Housewives, Sam Price. Aww. Would she come back? We need more. S. Romeo 131. Aww. Would she ever come back for another season? She's amazing. Michelle C. Fletcher. Aww. How do we get her back on our screens? Katie Kaur. We need her to be more <laughs> active on Instagram and to come back. Angelica. I am coming back on social media, by the way. Oh, good. It's a break. Is this your grand yeah. return? Can I can I say that this is going to be your grand you return? You know what? I also thought, I'm like, you, you know, I need to get myself back out there. You are my first podcast. and well, I did an interview a year and a half ago, but you're my very first podcast in a very long time. This is a good one. Yummy by Liam. If you rejoin the show, what would your tagline be? Do you have a second tagline? Did you film multiple taglines? Oh. And then they chose one? Yes. They gave me a, a few, but I didn't come up with that. Uh, the, they, the producers mm-hmm. did. I, I hate it. I wanted to mm-hmm. die. They really made me yeah. um, sound like I said I was Asian and Jewish a lot. <laughs> but I, like, I, <laughs> I mean, you did say it, but they did air all of it. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, accentuate. Whatever. Um, this pistachio is ready to come out of its shell and shine. <laughs> I don't know how to say this. A Weiss, I think, 71188 wants to know, is she dating now? Yeah, uh, yeah, I am dating. I actually was all about not focusing on that. Um, but uh, recently in September, I met someone and uh, he's great, but we're kind of in the middle of a, 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 I don't know, a break or whatever. I can't really focus on it because... We'll focus on it now, but I don't know really what's going on, but I don't want it to be stressful because it's so, but, but he's, he's great. It's my first time dating someone. And I, I found like someone unbelievable. So you're at least you're dating just this one guy. However, I don't know if it's going to work out. Michael DeSalvo 4801 wants to know, can you give us some behind the scenes info on how filming group events in public was like at first? Mm Mm-hmm. My first two filmings, um, well, the first time I filmed was Dorinda at Central Park. They did not air it. It was a trial run. It was a little awkward um, to have like a camera in front of your face was very uncomfortable. But then it's like they're not even there. You forget they're Plus, there. Plus the, the camera crew, I fucking love them. The whole production team, when they came over, I had a whole spread for them. By the way, I'm not going to say who. The other girls wouldn't even let them use their restroom in their home. Okay. Not going to say who, Was but it, me. It wouldn't be, not everyone wouldn't let them, would they? It's certain. Uh, it's certain. And I think you could guess who, but I'm not going to say because I actually love her. I mean, I love the crew, everyone that they even invited me to their end of the year party. Aww. And I was, the, and I was the only, you know, cast member that was allowed. Eleanor Plunkett 20 said, what happened to your drink line? Amy Greenfield said, any update on your business ventures? Uh, actually, Modern Alchemy was the number one selling drink in the Northeast at Whole Foods. 
then oh, nice. um, Fresh Direct took it. The four of us, and it was it was it did amazing. The four of us, the plan was to sell the company in five years, you know. But mm -hmm. the four of us, uh, it was Larry Prager from Doctor Prager, mm -hmm. Chloe Flower. I don't know if you know her. She's an, she she created the music genre popsicle. She's a pianist, and she played in the Grammys uh, with Cardi B. She's, oh, she's my best awesome. best friend. I made them, Larry and Greg. Like she was irrelevant to the three of us, but I'm like, I don't do any, I don't do anything without Chloe. She's my bestest friend. And, and, and she was amazing. And, uh, but, um, we needed investors to, to make the, to, to grow the company. Mm -hmm. And all of us were just too lazy, not too lazy, but like we, I was, we were all investing in it. And then I think that it just died out. I moved to Florida. I was mm -hmm. off the show, but it's still, the company still exists. I could still do it again. I mean, that drink was the hangover pure wait it, it doesn't exist anymore though is that what so you're you saying? can't you can't buy, you can't buy it, it now because we're not i need to try it, it then <laughs> you know what i have to call larry it's not being pro produced but we we can do it if we want to at van xoc said how is she doing mentally and physically oh i'm doing great better than ever I've become quite spiritual. I have a spiritual mentor, Sarah Renee, and um, I meditate every day. I've had some losses, as I told you, right. you know, my dad and, and one of my best friends. So it keeps me connected to them and what life purpose, purpose is. And it really gives a whole, I have a whole different perspective on what the meaning of life is. And um, I'm doing great. Finally, which Roni cast members are the most like what we see on TV and who are the most different? And that's Luann, from Samantha Celine. I think Luann is is pretty they're it's pretty on point on television. Bethany is pretty on point too. They film her, you know, correctly. I mean what they portray her to be. Who's different? I feel bad for Dorinda. You know, she she looks a little bit more well, her last season, a little bit more listen, we all have our drunken moments right but if it's filmed it's there forever maybe she should have been more careful doing that on camera we all drank you know right yeah how could you not how could you not like it's so anxiety ridden and stressful when you are when everybody is there to make the drama so i wish they didn't portray her to be that bad you know so right drunk. but but also her good parts she's hilarious she was so good you know i think she was, i think things that we forget sometimes as viewers is y'all may be filming for like five hours or something and we may see like two or three minutes. And if exactly. they decide to show, you know, this moment where you're looking crazy or drunk or whatever, they may like pick all, they can pick all those moments if they want. Right. And it could right. portray it's something different than what you actually are. 100%. Another uh, woman, Sonia, one of my favorite people in the world, she is actually, you know, I sat with her at Bill Bouquet, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, and she's actually the one of the brightest, smartest people ever. She kind of portrays this Lu Lucio Ball, which I actually appreciate because the show shouldn't be always fighting and negative drama. Right. I, 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 we had a talk during the, the season and I'm like, I wish there could be some comedy and sense of, like humor and lightness. That is also entertaining. Why does it have to be so much fighting? Because I hate confrontation. Mm -hmm. And you know, we tried to do that, but it, not a lot of it aired, you know, of our dogs getting groomed and she dyed her <laughs> hair, the dog's hair orange. Oh and my god! I'm not doing that to Zoe. Like her business, Bethany or the girls didn't take it seriously, but her business is thriving. And for a woman that lives by herself, she took care of that townhouse. That's hard. Mm -hmm. I know that now because I, I take care of my house. I'm a single mom. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I don't get any child support or alimony, you know, and I do everything on my own. It's hard, but she runs a business. She makes money. She's very, very bright. She's very, she's brilliant. She's a go-getter and she works very hard. Is there anything you want to tell people where they can find you? Any sort of things you want to promote? I am going to go back on my social media. All of them are going to be still the same. I'm going to fill everyone in what I've been doing the last three years. I went off because I wanted to keep my, me and my children private. We were going through, sure. you know, my divorce, but it's over now. And my kids and I are doing great and um, we're happy. You know, whatever I do, people will laugh. It will be very funny and it'll blow your mind when you see what I've done. I, I made the world for Hanukkah. You know, I live on a very small street and we, we do the battle of the holiday decorations. Uh-huh. I built by myself the world's, not the world's largest, but Boca's <laughs> largest menorah by myself. I went to Home Depot and I was sitting in aisle 16 with two Home Depot guys and I had them cut PVC pipe this brief. You're going to fucking die. I'm actually going to text you a picture of it. I can't wait. It's going to blow your mind. And people wouldn't believe that because you know what? I can't boil water. You can't. To season, season you know eight. what? <laughs> Jules can fucking boil water and build a big ass menorah. Give the credit where credit is due. Thank you so much again. And We'll have to have you back on again soon. Oh, anytime. My pleasure. This was so much fun. And don't forget to visit thedip.com where you can get commentary and analysis from writers, editors, and fans who are just as passionate about pop culture as you are. That's the dip with two Ps.com and follow them on Instagram at the dip. You can also follow me at Faces by Bravo where we can keep in touch until next time. And as always, but now we said it. 